Ladies and gentlemen, Relativity, Connor and Casper Shaheen. How's it going? We're doing good. Yeah. Good. good to be here. <laughs> awesome. What was the name of that song? Uh, that Marigold was Marigolds in, in the Rain. rain. Marigolds in the Rain. Yes. All right. Are you releasing that? How would somebody find that song? Well, at the moment, I'm working on putting it in a new album that I'm working on. Okay. I haven't found a, a good name for the album yet. It's okay. pending. Okay. But once I get that album fully recorded, I'm planning on releasing it on YouTube. Right. And trying to make a CD about it. I don't know how to get that sold because... I have never gone into the whole commercial showbiz. Right, right. But, you know, there's a first for everything. <laughs> um, I'd invite you to maybe crowd share it and have the flight community make videos. That would be cool, yeah. Right? That'd and be so awesome. You, right? Fly, you know, in a tunnel and outdoor skydiving. Right? I'd love it. Speaking That'd be of, awesome. Um, 
my future Olympian friends, future of the sport, of <laughs> yes. skydiving, musicians, multi-talented, <laughs> genuinely really good people, really good Aww, kids. Thanks. Known you guys for th- yeah. I know you're not kids anymore. <laughs> known you for three years since you were kids. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We were Little small. Babies. Yeah. We were it's small. Been more than three years. We've been <laughs> right? flying for like four and a half years. Oh, yeah. and you were here New since Year's the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys only competing for three. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. One on five years. One yeah. five years. Wow. Known you guys since you were a little man. Yeah, well, we <laughs> yeah. were we were tiny. I remember one time we walked up to you and you were like telling Towering us that we got to you, you you told us that we had to like <laughs> we had to build some muscle mass and we we're like, how do we do that? <laughs> how do we just do that? Because <laughs> we were just <laughs> tiny. <laughs> no kidding. That's terrible. <laughs> That's funny, man. That is funny. So, um. Man, there's so many places to start. There's so many places to start. But I want to tell you, just because you're twins, I've got to get this out of the way. I think I've asked you like five times. No worries. I don't. Every (laughs) time I I see you. It's all good. All right. I went to this site called Live Science and studied monozygotes. Monozygotes. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, you guys. (laughs) Are you identical? Identical. Identical. Yes, you're monozygotes. Yeah. So... ESP, extrasensory perception. <laughs> Shut up, Casper. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it real? It's, it is. It's, it's, it's it is. To an extent, I know it is. It is real. To an extent, it is real. We have this sort of skill that we've honed throughout the years just because we've had the same experiences that allow us to sort of, you know, figure out what, what we're trying to say. Thinking, what they're going to say, it's, it's, what they're going to do. It's it, less to do with knowing what's going to happen and being able to predict what's going to happen. It, it's a behavioral thing. Yeah. So I can say like one line from any movie, and if we've seen it once, Ten years ago, Casper will still remember what movie I'm talking right, about. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Hold on, go back to what you just said. It's a it w- behavioral, behavioral, not, not instinctual. It, well, you know, instinctual behavioral. It's okay. kind of say it, it arises it. behaviorally because anytime you have two people who have been raised in the same exact environment, oh, right, right. So that has nothing to do way. with the, with the with the twin aspect. That's just being around yeah, each other. Yeah, constantly. pretty much. And being grouped by society as oh, together, yeah. no matter if you wanted to Definitely. or not. Oh, That's yeah. just the deal. I'm yeah, glad yeah. it was that. I'm glad we did get. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're lucky. What if you didn't like your brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so you are competitive indoor skydiving competitors yes sir <laughs> i think I it's kind of a mouthful oh right. uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but, um, you're cutting edge um you're standing on the shoulders of giants and you're doing a good job of it and i'm about right? to base jump off of them terrifying um but um in the tunnel in the wind tunnel when you guys are flying together and you're working on new routines free routines yeah. Okay, there's a communication instructors have that we all have from being in the glass oh yeah right definitely you two are on another level <laughs> because you'll be in the midst of the most intricate, difficult <laughs> thing I've ever seen somebody try to do. And one of you will land and be like, blah, and you'll be like, blah, blah, and he's like, blah, blah, <laughs> right? and you guys go in and you stick it, right? It's like, man, that's a lot of communication. And when you're flying, I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 amazing to watch. And I'm wondering if there's an edge on that because. Definitely an edge. I think there is. We're oh, the yeah. only people that we've flown with, like. Two on two for as long as we have, and so right. we have this sort of instinctual. Sort My of whole life. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Casper makes a mistake. I usually know what the mistake was, and and if I make a mistake, he usually knows what the mi- what the mistake is. Yeah. And we both know how to fix it usually. Mm-hmm. And you play music and write music and create oh, yeah. together, so Everything so that the connection and the bond is intense. Oh yeah, when we first started. Like with the whole music thing, the only reason we like kept at it was because we had somebody else to, to help play us out. Of, so like you know, yeah, yeah. Who? Um, each other. Each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, I would, right? I would you bounce it off your brother. I would play like a melody, and Casper would wow. bounce off another melody, and I'd right, play right, over right, that. right. In fact, whenever we first started, Connor would pick up chords and rhythms and stuff like that. And because I 
I'm not like a vocalist, but I do like the melody, the idea of melody driven songs. So I would start learning the vocals on the guitar. I would learn the notes for the vocals and I would play those yep. over his chords. And that's I how saw you do it with the ukulele a second ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, heard exactly what you were saying. You can just right? make that up. You said, yeah, you just did it. That yeah. was awesome. That is awesome. And you guys have been playing music since you learned how to walk, basically. Actually, we picked up music in middle school, seventh grade. And how old were you when you started tunnel flying? About that, no about that, about that time. About that age. So that's when you guys met Kenechi. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Right. I'm so glad we figured out how to finally pronounce that name. Connecticut. That is gonna Connecticut, man. Catch up. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Andrew, extremely interesting dude. Um, oh yeah. Kindest heart in the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, came from the YMCA, became an instructor, and just. He's just the most amazing person I know. Tabitha, shout out to Tabitha. They're up in Westchester, New York. Love you guys. Been down there. Um, Love you guys. So he was running the kids' club at the time. That's true. And you guys were in the kids' yeah, club. Yeah. And it was like, he's like, why just keep it flying? Of course, Andrew having his background, you guys were having rock sessions at the time <laughs> yes. and have yeah. been ever since. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was he's awesome. He's in a cover band, right? Metallica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, no, is, it not Meta- is, it, is that what he's doing now? I know I before he was in like a crazy like death metal band something like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he'd bring like a, he'd bring the guitars up like yeah. on the uh, summer camp that we did mm-hmm. and like summer all four camp. of us were it just was in summer there. camp yeah it was yep. yeah that was rad mm-hmm. and um who else had was it was it um who else was in that summer camp with you was Sandy there was Sabrina Sabrina do you remember Sabrina I don't remember Sabrina. she was uh she so used to come a lot more often brown hair she okay. used to come a lot more often I don't yeah. think I've seen her on the tunnel that much anymore okay yeah. she was cool she was really shy Okay. Religion. Who were the other musicians, though? Because I remember there was a day that everybody had an instrument in their hand. I think it was so. mostly instructors that just sort of hopped on board. Oh, with oh, are you talking about that one time that we were doing that uh, farewell? Probably. Yeah, 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 that was oh, a bunch yeah. of instructors who sort of picked up the guitars and stuff like that. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, everybody in there has Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Everyone's got a musical note in their body. They just yeah. have to find it's it. True. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Everybody has hip-hop in their body, too. True. You guys got yeah. rhymes? Yeah. <laughs> I know you got rhymes. You're a writer. You ever write flow? Uh, Flow? Hip-hop. You ever write any raps? Um, I tried once. I'm not gonna lie, I did yeah. try. Uh-huh. A lot of the stuff it. that I write is like, uh, it's it, it could be a rap. Uh huh. But right. then when you put like the uh, instrumentation that I write, because I, I use a lot of folk music like uh-huh. style, mm-hmm. yeah. so I put like really fast rhyming lyrics together, right. and then I put a folk guitar behind it. Right. And so it's like a different genre, like well, slightly. We should put a bass behind it and see what happens. Oh yes, yeah, we definitely awesome. have a bass guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we found it the other day, actually. Hey, yeah. Can we hear your rhyme? Uh, I actually don't remember. It was just like one time I was sitting in a well. Our man space at the house. Right and I was just throwing words together and seeing what. I have a I have a, a good song about um, ice cream. Ooh. All right. You want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, this is a, this is a, a love song, but it's a love song about ice cream. All right, I love ice cream. Can, it's exactly what it's called. I love ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. ice cream. And that's pretty much how so it there sounds. There we go. Here's right. Ooh, that is out of tune. So I met these kids at the tunnel flying, um, got to know them over the last five years. I just, I'm, dang, time flies. They're genuinely the best, some of the best people I know. Uh, th- that's why they're here. Um, amazing souls, always, even in the most frustrating times of flying when they're hitting the glass, they, you tell them, hey, at another time somebody get frustrated being taught at that moment, and you guys take it and you move forward with it. And you always try the stupid shit I come up with when I'm driving for <laughs> you, right? Oh, yeah, it's so fun, it's so fun. <laughs> it's it, yeah. Like, try this, man, it yeah, look cool, yeah. you know, that you hit the glass, that's yeah, my fault. Totally. All right, so um, let's talk about some ice cream. All right, here we go. It's 
searching for a better way to say those three words, don't you know? You know they I could say those three chords been on before. Out of my mind, out of my head, looking for a better way to say what should have been said. Here you are starting now, look around it. It's all been done before. Maybe I should just come out and see. I love ice cream. There ain't nothing like a fresh cone in the sun. Cause it makes me happy. And it's the one thing that makes me feel like I am the one. But the sweetest and refreshing flavors. Toppings to go and to savor. It's an unconditional love for ice cream. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's one of the, it's one of the uh, three songs that I have so far. Well, one of the two one songs the I have about, about food. About yeah. food. I write a lot of songs about food. <laughs> really? A lot of love songs about food. There's another one about pineapples. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. I, remember I, just, I used to write music, and it was just all day. That's oh, yeah. cool. Did yeah. you ever play any instruments? I played the bi viola. Oh, Dude, the viola. I've been wanting awesome. to learn like the violin, viola, that sort of class of instruments. I just like did it so I could sniff the rosin. I just say that to the little kids <laughs> in the class. I was like, hey, what's your fun fact? Like, I play the violin. I was like, do you sniff the rosin? <laughs> the parents are like, yeah, probably stop saying that. Uh. <laughs> the children. I <laughs> uh, play the drums. Drums? drums are good. Uh, awesome. Which good helped me in a fight there. once. <laughs> I just learned how to play drums, and the drill was right, left, right, right, left, right, left, mm -hmm. left, right, left, and right, right. Punching somebody. I was, yeah, we were fighting. I was like, ah, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> and I just stuck. I just stuck to the cadence and closed my eyes. I looked oh his ass. Goodness, that, is that, awesome. was, uh, yeah, that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that was seventh grade. You know, you get oh, to yeah. junior high. They're like, you want to take Middle music? School. Yeah. I, oh yeah, music. You know, I've always, always tried to play the guitar. Um, I haven't sat down and focused on. It. I know mm -hmm. I can learn it. I've, I've learned to. songs. I used to play i love musicians this oh, is musicians are awesome. come on man we creators yeah. right yeah. yeah totally right um so um currently lifeguards yes yes pretty rad are you loving that it's an awesome job stressful. but it's a really stressful <laughs> job right, at right. the same yeah. time i would much rather work as a lifeguard than you know like bagging groceries at like hgb or mm -hmm. something it's it's a great you're doing something get out there help the society yeah you know, you're, you're helping the community, the community. Right on. Mm -hmm. how old are you dudes 17, 17, Jinx. 17. Yeah, okay. Very responsible kids, man. No, you know no we're totally not responsible. The future kid. <laughs> we have that responsible aura, but right, behind yeah. is yeah. just like a, a messy desk <laughs> combined with like lost shoes. I, I, yeah, I talked to your dad. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> What'd you do? You like got the car and broke the handle off the door and left no. the, locked the keys <laughs> in already? The keys in ran the out of gas. You so got a job, don't you? He, it was, yeah. He, what happened was, um, we showed up at work one day, oh, this is and Casper like gets out of the car, and he looks at himself, and he's not wearing his reds. Like in lifeguard, you have to have your uniform. He's not wearing oh, yeah. it. He's just wearing regular clothes, and he's like, Gunner, I'm in Riggs clothes. No, <laughs> I need I need my clothes. And right. so like, I get out of the car, and I'm like, Okay, go go. And like, so I'm telling my uh, manager that Casper's gonna be late, and Casper's like speeding down the highway back home, just trying to get his clothes. And up. then I get and I run into the house. I grab my clothes. I run out of the house, like speed out of the neighborhood, get out of there, get to where I'm supposed to go. And when I'm at the pool that we're guarding at, I just like 
quickly change, throw my clothes with the keys in the pocket of my clothes oh. into the back of the car, lock the car, and shut the car. Perfect. It was yeah. the worst day of my job now, by far. Mike, <laughs> what a good story, though. Yeah, my right, question is this. Why didn't you tell him he wasn't wearing his clothes when he walked out I the had door no that morning? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was driving. He's like walking up, and I'm like, you look normal. No, I bet what he's like is, like, ooh, this is going to be funny. I want to see like, how long I'm driving out there. Yes. yes. I see how long it takes him to notice. So when you start skydiving, you guys got to check each other's gears. Oh, right? yeah. Don't Thanks let that. That's the scariest <laughs> part for me. Yeah, like right? it's not jumping out of the plane, and uh-huh. it's not even landing or flying through the air that fast. It's, it's, it's sure the packing the parachute right. that scares yeah. me the most. Oh, but that okay, good. I'm glad that's your fear because yeah. that's yeah. easy to and get over mm-hmm. once you understand the technology behind the design, mm-hmm. um, the way it works. Once you see how it works and see how it's sewn together, yeah. right, and how it operates, you won't allow it to get messed up. Right. Right. If you hand it to somebody to get packed. Don't, you don't may or get, I mean, there, yeah. are, there are excellent packers in the industry. Don't get me wrong. There are people that pack hundreds of parachutes a weekend. Oh, yeah. It's just, if anything happens, it's your fault because you didn't pack it. And yeah. packing's not hard. Mm-hmm. It, it's tedious. It's just it's technical. Just, yeah. 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 And when you do it over and over, you'll, you'll get it. You'll mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, I can't wait to teach you guys how to jump. We have <sighs> a cousin who skydives, and we watched the, most the technical part of the entire thing was watching him pack his suit at the end. He just like folded everything up, yep. made it all nice and small and compact, and then just fit it right into his suit. It was well, awesome wait, to watch. Wait till you see a base pack job Whoa. okay because the difference is skydiving thousands and thousands of feet when you open your parachute and if it doesn't work you have an emergency parachute so there's two parachutes yeah base jumpings in texas it's from a couple hundred feet Mm -hmm. there's no emergency parachute because there's not enough time not enough time Mm -hmm. to deploy a shoot if it doesn't work right so that one shot you got has to be perfect that's terrifying (laughs) it is it is a little scary but you know it's hard the whole whole point of like life in extreme sports is to get as close to death as possible and then like abort right then <laughs> and it gets you and it gets you it gets you like it gets your blood going because then then you value what you have then you yeah. value yeah. life itself yeah. it makes it a lot more important to you yeah i i see a little bit different than that <laughs> you know but i mean i don't you know i don't i don't search out that moment of death mm-hmm. i'm just out there and it just happens to be there mm-hmm. oh, yeah, right but you. i'm not seeking out like oh, let's see how crazy group. i can you know it's like oh whoa this is pretty crazy right you know yeah, like right? yeah <laughs> So that doesn't make me any more sane. Bump, like, bump, bumping into death at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. All right, so spelunking. Oh, yes. We are part of a club at our school. It's not very widely known at our school. It's like what is spelunking for somebody that doesn't know what it is? Spelunking is going, going down, down the caves, caves exploring. exploring the caves. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. kind of like, you know, any kind of You know Minecraft? I'm just yes. kidding. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Basically, we <laughs> <really laughs> like that. Um, it's a very small, little, tight-knit community at our school. Okay. Maybe like... 13 kids? Mm. 13 kids total. No. We have had some that come and some that leave, including yeah. parents and stuff. I think it's more like eight kids and five adults. Five adults, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay, and we just, you know, do school. Well, not really school-sponsored. We just make our own little... We made our club. Mm-hmm. And what we do in that club is we get to take random field trips during the year when everybody else has to stay in school. Mm-hmm. And we get to just go and explore caves. And the part that we don't tell people is we, like, stay the entire day at random places and then go in the cave for maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just told everyone. Well, you know. We're about to graduate. It's cool. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do you find the caves? I know there's a huge cave system under Round Rock, mm-hmm. right? And we had a huge sinkhole in oh, yeah, Round Rock yeah. the other, like, a couple months ago that was big and it fell into one of those inner cavern caves. Oh, yeah, inner space caverns yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Have you been down there? Yeah, we've been to inner space. That was for our school-sponsored trip, though. That yeah. was, like, okay. as a grade we went there. Right. Um, and the way we find the caves is we go to the publicly accessible ones. Yeah. So okay. all around the uh, state, there's like parks and you know, recreational places recreational where they'll actually let you go into caves and, and they'll take you. On your own, you can just go. Is it safe for mm-hmm. kids to go? A it's lot of the places safe, to go, but it's yeah. not like 
a joy ride. It's not like you strap yourself in and. No, of course not. Of yeah. course not. It's like, yeah. but you don't. Have, do you you, have you, you guys need ro- ropes and stuff to? We haven't do actually gotten to a cave that intense just yet. Mostly, okay. it's just like crawling around under your knees. Right, small spaces. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, what was that one that we went to the other last last field trip? Oh, it was wait. like a big mountain. The big rock. It was um enchanted rock. Enchanted right. Enchanted, there's caves at enchanted rock. It's it's yeah. weird, oh, yeah, but there's like crazy. it's a system of like boulders that got eroded over time, yeah. and you can go underneath it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's crazy. That underneath was my enchanted the, the the dome. Yes, mm-hmm. the dome. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Where's awesome. the entrance to that? At? It's, it's like so. If this is the dome on uh-huh. top of the giant mountain, you walk up one side you and you find it. You find it in the other. It's just like this. It's really weird. Really. Crack down the side. Because we we've gone. You, yeah, we've been in Channel Rock. Such a cool it's, place. I it's love it. Really, it's really, really cool. If I would have found caves that night, oh, I probably wouldn't be here amazing. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like get trapped underground. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that's what I'm leading to. Um, now that you say trapped underground, <laughs> have you heard about the kids in Thailand? Yes, I have heard about so that. So here's the deal. You guys are lifeguards and caves. Wait, wait, hold on. I haven't. Okay. There's like, tell me about this real quick. Okay, so there's a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, there's wait, I did Trapped in a cave? Trapped in a okay, deep cave. That's yeah. terrible. And then some flooding came in. It's a six-hour trip to get to them, and it's blocked by water, a lot of it. A Navy SEAL diver died trying to put up oxygen tanks to get to yeah. them. And they're, they're, so far, uh, right before we started, they've gotten four kids out. That's scary. But I don't know if they're all alive. There's a bunch of them. Um, it's intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's and it's in a deep, deep, deep cave. And uh, there's, w- I mean, so they've been... This is crazy because I've got little kids. Yeah. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I just imagine my 10 year old, nine year old in there. Like, and so they're go- we're going to try to wait out the rainy season and just give them food and supplies, but they're mm-hmm. saying the psychological effects are going to be long terrifying. Yeah. Um, crazy. But, and their oxygen's running out because the water's blocked water's off. Water's rising and the right. oxygen's not so going to the cave. So it's a rush. It's a rush and it's the rainy season. Yeah. So I was just like, that, that that's just scary stuff, honestly. Honestly, like, anytime there's any chance of water at all in any form, with with caves, just steer away. I, from yeah, them. I steer they away. Don't mix. I, yeah. it, it's like my prayer is like go out to them. Absolutely. Because yeah. like a situation like that, like that's something that you hold with your entire life, mm-hmm. and you know, the fear factor that's like these kids have gone through. They have to be like some of the bravest people to like you know somehow be it may come out from that and still be have the mental fortitude Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's scary stuff but definitely like best of luck to them absolutely yeah best of luck good luck kids that sounds like satirical but i don't mean it like that. i know you don't i know you don't i know you don't and um man no light for a little bit until somebody found them Uh, they were yeah in there for a week before somebody found them that's insane that's crazy yeah so um Thoughts and prayers of that, but here's Absolutely, my thought. Yeah. Here's my thought. The 25-year-old coach that took him back there is going to be the last one out, right? They're going to get the kids out first, and then he's going to have to sit his ass there in the dark alone for a little bit. Oh, There's my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's, the, 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 that's like isolation is like one of the it's, worst. It's a form of torture is what it, it is. is. Yeah, it's yeah it like is. Uh, yeah. Uh, solitary confinement in prisons. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're banning that now because yeah. it's so... Yeah, it's the, it's the just terrible. It's it's yeah. it's the worst thing that you could do to a human because humans are pack animals they're and they're organisms that mm-hmm. evolve. Even even introverts need human interaction. Yeah, and right. when you don't like gi- uh, give people's senses the uh, ability to interact with another human. Yeah, we're networking creatures. Yeah, then it's like depriving an animal of food. Yeah, or right, you know, or, or yeah, or a plant of light. Yes, exactly. Right. And you're saying networking creatures. I, I heard a theory the other day on NPR. Mm-hmm. A guy was like, uh, your happiness can be measured at how well embedded you are in your network. Like, you Absolutely. know, like uh, how yeah. you're moving around. And that just is mm-hmm. like, I- even, even you know, the spirit is 
you're not a good person on your own. You, you, know, you have, you to, have, other you have to have interactions, and that's where you know. Where you, you exactly. Know. So your yeah. thoughts can be whatever. It's how you react with people, and that's what Absolutely. your life experience is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've been I've been like playing a game recently, and like the story of that game mm-hmm. has been like the most amazing story that I've like ever seen in a game. And it, my like dream is to come up with stories like that, to like share creatively stories like that. And I, I realized. That the reason a story like that is like so amazing, it's it's Warframe, by the way. I don't know if you've heard of it. In a second, but like yeah. it's uh the reason it's so good is because it wasn't one person writing the story. A story, oh, a good okay. story, needs to have multiple people writing right. it, multiple yeah. people right. putting right. their creative aspects mm-hmm. in, and like it's a process too. You need time, people, and effort. And once you put those right. together, that's right. when you get like something that's Excellent. beautiful. Excellent. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So Warframe, mm-hmm. it's on. It's probably on a PC platform. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, okay. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't play nothing else but PCs. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 All right. So what? What is the story? Um, it's so it's set really in like long. a post-apocalyptic sort of future. There's there are several factions, but the original society. was the Orokin, uh-huh. and the Orokin created okay. a virus called the Technocyte. And the okay. Technocyte was what they used. They tried to use a Technocyte to. So originally, Orokin wanted to explore outside the solar system. Yeah. You know, to you know create further right. bonds with other societies. So they created the Sentients, which are self-replicating robots, which are you know based on real life. Real life. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. About that. They just yeah. sent them out to like the Tau system, the Tau system to colonize there. But eventually, it was discovered that they have a weakness to the void. So the mm. Sentients rebelled against the Orokin. The Orokin created the Technocyte, which is a virus that was supposed to destroy destroy the okay yeah. the Sentients. But it didn't work out for them. It didn't work out very yeah. well for them, so they started just like hodgepodging a bunch of different viruses and creating a bunch of different weapons. And, and then they created the Warframe, which mm-hmm. is a human that's been infected to the je- uh, with a Technocyte. But, but only just yeah. enough so that it like makes them into you know killing machines. Something that can be controlled okay. and directed. Mm-hmm. But the Warframes themselves wound up uh, rebelling against yeah. the Orokins again. It's Somehow. Like everything they create. Always <laughs> right, right, right. So, but, so the Technocytes are AI. That just became self-aware and just. Well, the sentients are AI that became self-aware. Sentience. The technocyte was a virus. Oh, the technocyte is the virus. Okay, yeah. the sentient. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so just like we're trying to print up um, bases on Mars right now, with moon dust. Yeah, exactly. Have you seen yeah, that's that? What it, that's yeah, what and they're like, no, we're keeping it. We're not turning on the oxygen. Mm-hmm. These plants, <laughs> go get it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and All then right. like the way the story continues is there's these children that they're like a separate like. Separate entirely separate group. until they get and they get uh, sent into uh, the, void. the void by a ship called the Ten Zero. The and void is sort of like yeah. a space between space. It's like hyper realistic. And okay. then the uh, it, it's linked to I hear time travel and like a wormhole. Yeah, exactly. That and um, as they're sent through the ship called the Ten Zero through the void, um, they get their name the Ten O Ten Zero. And the Ten O they get like these powers from the void, mm-hmm. and they come out like. A little crazy, but they start to gather themselves because the Lotus yeah. is like this mother figure who takes them in and takes care of them. And mm-hmm. over time, they realize that they can like help control the Warframe. The Warframes that are crazy. The Warframes that were created as killing machines yeah. become the other half of the children who now are able to control them. Oh wow! It's like, do you, wow, that's awesome. Isn't so that the crazy? kids are there to link in Avatar exactly. style to run the ones that are exactly. already out there. And the, the process is a. Uh, called transference it's how okay. they like link in and control with them and at the beginning of the game you don't even know that there's this tino figure you're just playing as a warframe and you have to complete quests and oh, eventually so you're you a warframe and then mm-hmm. eventually you meet your link up kids exactly yeah. and so the, the kids weren't sent there as killers they have the, the the kids were originally designed like 
the Orokin are really a bad society. They're terrible. Yeah. So they wanted to use the children as weapons, but the right. children were designed to be uh, there to help be the other half of the Warframe. You take something that was broken and fix it and make it whole. Okay, so mm -hmm. they were sent there to be the brain to like exactly. control. Exactly. Have you, have yeah. you read any Orson Scott Card Ender's Game stuff? I've, I've, I've read, read a little bit of Ender's Game. Yeah. Read a little bit of it, watched oh, the, I saw the movie. Okay, well, the movie. Yeah, it's not, it, it doesn't, doesn't do it justice, justice, I know. Well, that's not even the right line. It wasn't the same thing. Like, yeah, especially for us flying and stuff. You guys read the book. But those kids, that's what they were doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, exactly what they were doing. They were controlling mm -hmm. the fleet, you know, yeah. the real fleet, even though they thought they were just playing a game. Yeah, yeah. that's terrifying. But Pretty rad. You know, super cool, like creative story ideas that are just amazing. Amazing. You can't just think of if you're just one person. You need multiple people doing that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's why they all have those huge thanks at the beginning of the books. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right on. So, um, competition. We're Com just flying, flying, flying. How? What is it to you? You go first. Flying is... Uh, Put it. Do you want me to go first? You go first, and then I'll sort of so brainstorm. the air is a medium, yeah, and you are the paintbrush. That is Beautiful. my opinion. Exactly. The, w w it, the flying people weren't meant to fly at first, but people weren't meant to cross the ocean either, and they did. And when they did, that's when like humanity just like surrounded the globe, and you can look at it one way or another. Like, of course, there were negative effects, but at the same time, there are positive effects because we discovered new people and we made new connections. And what flying is doing is in the sports community, it's allowing people to discover new people and make mm -hmm. strong connections. Because this mm -hmm. community that we're in, like, I haven't been in a lot of other sports communities, but I'm pretty sure that this one is very tight-knit compared to, like, it's soccer or football. Because yeah. I know, like, Cause it's small. tons of people it's who fly. Small. People from other, like, you know, countries, I know, that right. have, like, you know, flown. And to me, the idea of flying is just to express yourself just like any other creative medium. Exactly. And there's competitions because, you know, what better way to express yourself than to, like, Throw everything that you have, see how they yeah, put up yeah, put up with other people, and that's not to say that like you know, oh, you're better or worse than somebody else. It's to no, say you can learn from people, and, and you can like you know. show people what they need to learn over time. And and, and um, that medium we were talking about, mm -hmm. it it's a sports medium. You're yeah. pushing yourself. It's hard, yeah. but it's also a beautiful medium of expression. Mm -hmm. yes. There's nothing else like it that allows you to to express yourself and yeah. is that 3D or 4D? What is that? I would call that 3D. Well, I would call that 4D actually. Really? It would I be would a 4D, 4D dimensions. Because it's, it's in three dimensions but the art of it is experienced through the fourth dimension of time. You True. experience the yeah. movement of it all. Beautiful. And um, to me, that sort of links into what I would say the sport is to me. It's sort of my escape from like my normal life. Not right. a lot of people know that Car and I are like, you know, indoor skydivers. Indoor skydivers. It's not something that you just walk up to somebody and say, hey, hey I, yeah, I do yeah. indoor skydiving. With that, because uh, like there's, there's, a, there's a barrier for me. I like, want to tell people about it but at the same time I don't so like coming have your show you know what I mean? and you have your exactly. intersocietal self and for me I fly as my escape from my intersocietal self my sad sort of introverted <laughs> nerd right, right. that's your super side son he takes and, uh, it <laughs> 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 he leaves the high school rips off his shirt his suits on yeah. he's got a <laughs> helmet much. in his bag it's one place where I, I sort of feel at home with like a community of people because yes. otherwise I'm introverted I just stay away I don't you know, usually make a lot of yeah. social interactions and connections with people I'm not too terribly bad at it I just don't prefer to do it but I fly right. is where it's different that's why I like interacting with people that's like my social side where it sort of comes out there of just who you are um so on the drop zone and skydiving, um, a lot of people lose their old identities as they become jumpers because they become mm -hmm. something new and their old life doesn't really pertain to it or even accept it mm -hmm. a lot, right? Yeah. Especially for skydiving, jumping like out of airplanes and people, are, you know, so they have to keep it hidden though because other people think they're crazy or, you know, at their job. Or some people think it's exciting. Some people think you're trying to kill yourself, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But when you get to the drop zone, 
all that other you is kind of gone, and mm-hmm. you're just a dude in the blue and red jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, he almost hit a tree. We're going to call that dude Tree for the rest of his life. <laughs> and that's just Tree, and he's just Tree now. Yeah. Nobody knows his name is Jason something that was you know works at the post office. Nobody cares, mm-hmm. right? You're just who your personality you is. Superman. It's kind of like yeah. whenever you're playing a game, the reason you play the game you is to more. do something you aren't. You become something that you aren't already. And you, right. can't, you can't see the people in the sky, but oh, well, you, you can't know, know them. You, don't, right. you know they're there. And you don't know who they are, but you know they know who they are, and right. it's like the whole like Superman idea, where like everybody knows that, uh, you know his original self is like you know just some nerd guy, right. but then working at a yeah post office or no, he was a uh, reporter, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. and then like Superman himself is like just flying through like the world saving people and nobody makes a connection and I don't know how Facebook hasn't tagged him yet. With all the facial yeah. recognitions. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and b- being given a space that allows you to be you based on something you love mm-hmm. and not on who who you grew up with, the school mm-hmm. you went to, your economic exactly. background. It's like a new start almost. Yeah, it is. It's a secret person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's why I tell people when they're, they're choosing their colors, that's like your superhero colors. Exactly. And when you yeah. put that suit on, you do turn into a different person. Man, I love our colors. And we were trying to explain yeah, this to, uh, sick, yeah. to mom and dad the other day. They asked, why don't you tell people about like this sport? And it's like, we really wish we could, but it's like I'm sort of a different person when I'm not in the tunnel, when I'm out with other people. It's sort of that facade. I don't know. For me, it's a little different. For me, I'm like, I'm the same person, but amplified. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, yeah. Certain, well, certain more traits you. are more amplified. Yeah. Because like when me and Casper uh, are a- at school, he's an introvert and I'm an ambivert, and that means that uh, I talk to people, and sometimes I'm really excited, and I'm like, you know, the life of a party, but right. then other times I'm like shut down, and like I don't talk to anybody, and I'm just super shy. And Casper, he's like shy all the time. I'm just. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm shy. I would say that I well, just no. don't. He just doesn't really approach yeah, people. He doesn't yeah. approach yeah. people. Well, you're calculating. And then, and like then I, I'd like to think that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're calculating, man. And what? I mean, this doesn't matter, but no, you guys, what, what's your uh, astrological sign? When, when were you born? Sagittarius. 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 Okay. I yeah. don't know anything about that. I don't either. But I, I think it's uh, knowledge seekers sort of like trustworthy. So there's like, you know, the stereotypical strong man, the smart man, and the wise man. Right? I uh-huh. think Sagittarius is the wise man. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> rad. All right. So uh, who's writing the story? What's the, what's the story? That, you, oh, yes. I'm writing a story. Um, it's inspired off of the imagination games that me and Casper used to play. Remember yeah, explain how, that to how me, I was man. saying um, a story can't have one person writing it. You need two people you have writing to have it. Two or right. more. A long time ago, me and Casper just did that. And the imagination that games that we play, they'd be like, it's not like you s- think you're one person one day and then the next day you're another person. It, we were the same people every single day, like creating the story and we created timelines. Yeah. And after a year went by, we had something that you could write in several novels. And then after two years went by, we had like an entire universe. And then out. like four years slips mm-hmm. by and it's like, oh shoot. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're grown up, we can't do that anymore. We can't run around outside pretending we're like superheroes fighting villains. Yeah. So I decided to write about it instead. So uh, this whole time you didn't record any of it. It was just a fun game. Exactly. It was just and a so game as a child. Uh, yeah. The one that I'm writing right now is inspired off of that, and it takes the original place, takes place in. I'm not sure if it's a long time ago. I'm pretty sure it's uh, post. I'd say a like little bit like far in the future, Earth, future, like, or or on a different planet, but near Earth, right? Right, right, right. It's basically Earth, and there are these people who are um, at the core worlds, and the core worlds is like you know the main center. It's like New York City basically. Right. Um, and then Michaela, she's the main character, and she. I did this thing where I like, oh, I always write, I always write female characters for some reason. Right um, I do this thing. Uh, she, sorry, she starts at the beginning on an island, and she isn't really well the, the bay, and she's not like you know, attuned to the core worlds or anything. She's like you know, a native almost, 
And then uh, this one dude, Hidalgo, just comes along and tells her that uh, he needs help and he needs to take her to the core world now. And to her, that's like all myth and legend. And, right. you know, it's like terrifying for her. But then there's like this new entity that comes along in her village right when Hidalgo comes along. And they're called Shadow Mancers or, you know, a name impending. Right, um, right, right, right. And like they're entities from a dark universe that have come to obviously destroy this universe right, right. Yeah, and save destruction. And so uh, Hidalgo needs to take uh, Michaela and this other guy, Christopher, uh, to the core worlds so they can train and become archangels. Okay. And what archangels are, they're just like, you know, they're the superheroes that fight the bad guys. Awesome. Yeah. And um, they have different uh, attachments to elements. Christopher is like uh, attuned with Father Sky, so he controls the, st- the stars and the weather. Hidalgo is like, uh, Mother he's, Earth. he's attuned with Mother Earth. He controls like the earth, groundwater, crystals, anything that comes from the earth. And Michaela, she's the main character. She doesn't understand her power at first, but she's the medium. She's energy, pure she's energy that communicates. Well, like, yeah, from a philosophical point of view, she's flow. Right and right like on. while they're figuring this out, they like come up with like they find new friends and new people who are helping them out, and their team begins to grow. Um, but what they realize is like Mother, uh, Mother Earth, and Father Sky. Those are the two figures that they worship. But at the end of the story, spoiler alert. But you know, <laughs> at the end of the story, um, they realize that Michaela is. Mother Earth and Christopher is Father Sky, and they were writing the story for themselves, just kind of like the idea. Oh, of the that's pretty rad! I got you. Yeah, yeah. I got and, you. That's they, pretty rad. Um, but they, Mother Earth and Father Sky were actually. I, I, this is like theoretical stuff that I haven't gotten to yet, but I'm thinking that they're humans from Earth before, who are trying to find a way to fight the expansion of. Because you know, do you know how like the universe is expanding? Yeah, right, right. Dark energy makes it expand. Dark, dark matter holds and, the galaxies yeah, holds together. together. Right, right. And they're trying to keep it from collapsing. They're trying to like increase the dark energy in the universe. To keep it expanded. Yeah, and the so the, the light side in this case is dark energy. And but, but, okay, but the expansion is, see, it's not slowing down. Exactly, but, like, in the future... It does slow down. Some scientists say that it could. They don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but in this future, right, right. it does slow down. And so they try to increase the dark energy in the universe, and their brother, their evil brother, is Kestrel, and he tries to slow down the expansion of the universe and he bring it back down. Collapse. So it's like right. this fight, instead of light and dark, instead it's dark it's matter it, and dark oh, energy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's also awesome. science fiction. So, so who are your favorite writers? Oh, dude. I like... I can't um, remember his name. You wow. like... <laughs> I can't remember. No, uh, have you heard of Daniel X? James J- Patterson. James Patterson. I know Patterson. Yeah, and Patterson. then... Um, I, d- I can't remember the name of the uh, one book Ian series. Ian Colifer? So, look, no. listen. The, what, a lot of what you said sounds like uh, Margaret Weiss, Tracy Hickman fantasy novels, okay? Really? They have a world called Kryn. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And that, you know, elves, dragons, wiz- wizards... That's yeah. exactly what gnomes, it is. Basically exactly okay? what it is. But what happens is people take... Anybody is welcome to do it. It's an open platform, mm-hmm. and people have done it. Like, there's a lot of really good authors that mm-hmm. take their characters and do backstories on other people and write their own oh, world. So it's like, like a whole, That's like, cool. it's a collaboration. It's, it's like yeah, a it's a huge collaboration. So you cool. guys should check it out. Margaret awesome. Weiss and Tracy Hickman. And uh, what I do is I read everything an author puts out. Uh, yeah. Every book, every to. word. You yeah. got to, because no, you're not yeah. going to find another good book for you a can't, while. You can't, like, start like a story like that and get 30% through and like not finish it. Like yeah. once you pass the 30% mark, you got to finish no, it. No, I mean, I re- like I've read like if I get a book and I like the author, I'll read everything he's written. Every oh, yeah. book he's written. Yeah. Like you got to absorb that information. I just can't because you know, you get You don't want it to be over. Terrible books sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never want it to be over. Mm-hmm. It's the worst part about a book. People don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as you open it's going to end and that <laughs> sucks cuz all your friends, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're a, gone I, now. I, the recent uh, sorry to like uh, digress, but the recent <laughs> book that I like read was called The Song of Edmund. Okay. And Edmund is like, you know, he's a singer, but he's taken into one, like the uh, planet that he's on is tidally locked. It's called Tau. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I think it's called that. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a lot of towers that we've been recently talking about. But um, uh, it's tidally locked, and on one side, there's the day-siders, and on one side, there's the night-siders. And he, he's a day-sider. Day-siders are peaceful. Night-siders, they take control so of peaceful. evolution <laughs> by gladiators. They're, like, they're gladiators, and they right. pit like the uh, best people against each other, and whoever wins passes on their genetics, right? It's, a it's like Darwinism. Right. Um, and he's taken to that side, but like you know, he's peaceful, and he's melodic. But his father is a night-sider, so he's got like a mother-father clashing thing, and he's trying to control the violence inside him. Uh, him and he oh, does wow, so through music. Good. He does it through music. Everything that he does is music. He fights by via rhythm. There's swords in the uh, uh, story that are like siren swords, and they they, they sing whenever you like you know use oh, them. Right and then uh, at the end of the story, like it's so sad. Well, I can't spoil anything. It's a beautiful, who's beautiful the story. I can't remember the author though, but it's a song of Edmund, and it's like a the really really Edmund. good song of Edmund. Yeah, very cool. Not with a D. It's not with a D. It's Edmund. Yeah, how to get used to these people. And then and then there's a character in there called Edgar. Like with a D okay, instead of just right. Edgar. <laughs> That's where the D went. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the Edmund Edgar. Yeah. I got you. All right. Um, well, I, I'm going. I'm going to digress a little bit no back to the Absolutely. competition yeah. part of flying because I don't want to. I don't want to overlook how how much you've achieved there, and we haven't even hit on it. Right. <laughs> oh like yeah. We're just kind of brushing <laughs> against it. Uh, where, where was the, where was okay. First, first competition. Ooh, I like this one. So it was the Houston. FS. No, first no, wait, competition. First was competition FS. was, was Belly Flight. Home tunnel. Yeah, your home tunnel. It was like well. It was at every tunnel. They like broadcasted their like uh, video individual and competition yeah. results were being done that. at each yeah. individual tunnel. And we did that, and it was our first competition. But we had Colin training us, and yeah. Colin, he's like a drill sergeant. Like oh, he yeah. like just tells us everything. He's like, "You're gonna do this, and you guys are gonna win this." He was the right. most intense coach that we had had at that point. And mm -hmm. at first, it was sort of an acquired taste. We're like, uh, "I don't know about this guy." Right. And then, like, eventually, a week yeah. later, we're like, "Okay, yeah, we're pumped. We're ready yeah. to do this." Right, yeah. right, and right. And he really brought us through, and actually brought us into the sort of comp uh, competitive part of this mm -hmm. sport. Anyway, we thought it was a national competition, but we well, found it was out Canada. It, it was Canada was, and um, uh, continental. Uh, America. So it was the uh, French Canadians and the Americans. The dang French Canadians. <laughs> they we won. scored third <laughs> because the French Canadians, the two French Canadian teams, scored first and second. But in the nation, in we scored United first. States, yeah. Yeah. We were, we were so like, pumped um, for that. that. We had no idea that we'd like place like that. That was right. the tipping point mm -hmm. of our interest in the comp competitive yeah, side of the we sport. can do this yeah, and soon. how how old were you in that first comp oh, no, it was a kids comp so you've been 14, flying for like a year two years at that point. after we had started i would say that was three years three 14 years to 15. in Four, yeah, like about 14 to 15 three years i'd say maybe 14 14 and a half no i don't think we were that young i think it's 15. Maybe really 15. and it was a belly comp it was yeah. belly comp it was belly but we were like we weren't just belly flyers at the time but we had yeah that's right i forgot yeah we just went to belly flying and we like fully focused on that you guys were engineering things trying to get it faster that was awesome and what was the next comp the Houston. next one was that was the Houston one. That was the that was my favorite competition. Was that one IBA sponsored? That was IBA. So, that, wait, so you have two golds then, because you have the American gold in the first. Well, that was round. technically yeah. bronze because it wasn't gold because it was international sort of. But in America yeah. you were in gold. America was yeah. gold. Someone cares about Canada. And then <laughs> <laughs> Canada's a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah, but no. that doesn't um, count. So uh, Houston, we got the gold because we were going up against Nico and Nikki. And they were like, they and you got gold me. against Nico because they had ah uh, Gonzalez. I still talk like talk to him. He texted me like the I love other day. He's I so love he's a great dude. I love awesome. him. Shout out to Nico. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were going against them, but they were sort of like they threw their team together last minute because they were focusing mainly on the uh, freestyle. Both Nick, uh, Nikki and and Nico were both focusing on right. the freestyle. And this is VFS. No, this is uh, no, dynamic. this is uh, dynamic. 
Oh, this yeah. is so you went straight from belly to dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and this is your second. We haven't cup. done VFS. We do want to at some point, though. I feel like there's maybe at least one or two competitions to do. VFS. Yeah, you got to hold still to do yeah. VFS. Yeah. So yeah. So like, because we've been like moving all this time. Like, your whole static life. Is, like, yeah, yeah. Static mm-hmm. is like an alien world to me, but it's like a whole new level of control. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 It's exclusive. I originally like, yeah, had wanted kind of. to learn static before I learned dynamic, and I'm glad that we did. We did learn static a little bit before we got to carving, which I think is right. partially why it took us so long to learn carving on head down, just because of how different a realm it was because whenever we started we start with bell you start learning to stay still you start with back you start by learning to stay still right. head down head up you always start by learning to stay still and whenever you get to dynamic the art of dynamic is not staying still you have to move if you're staying still you're doing something you wrong you're in stop static. do yeah. not stop exactly <laughs> that's why it was <laughs> so interesting right behind you yeah. Exactly. yeah right yeah yeah so whenever we're uh uh did that competition we wound up realizing that uh, we were up in the team room at the time, oh, and Gasp was like, "Okay, there are three teams. I hope we I just want to get, get a silver. silver." We come down, and Mom's like, "Good news! The third team dropped out. There's only two teams. You'll get silver." Yes. <laughs> but we, we wound up we wound up taking gold. That was fun. Yeah. In dynamic, yeah. your first dynamic mm, competition. That was like dynamic advance. So the next dynamic one was the big leagues. That was when we were that was in, dynamic uh, open, where everybody goes to after yeah, dynamic. This advanced. is that that was the next Which one. Which is a little counterintuitive because dynamic right. advance sounds like it's it's less it's the advanced first than dynamic open. Yeah, open. Yeah. Open, open has extra maneuvers that, that aren't in advanced, and open also has the free routine that's not in advanced, I don't mm-hmm. think. Okay. So we had to come so up with So let, like let's give some backstory real quick. Okay. Yeah. Belly flying is when you're flying on your belly, just like it sounds. Yeah, and that's what and you do whenever you first start skydiving as and, well. And to compete, you build formations with your partner as fast mm-hmm. as you can. Against exactly. The um, static flying, BFS flying, is a static sit fly or head down position yeah. where you're doing the same thing as you would be. In your belly fly competition, but building formations, but yeah. just like with transitions, but it's still just formations. Dynamic is pure movement, follow and lead, and um, mm-hmm. you have to do certain maneuvers it's at like certain a race highs. It's speed-based. Yeah, at, yeah. And, yeah, it's really cool. It's actually the future of flight, basically. I, think I like to think of it like you build a racetrack, and then you race on it as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Each individual round is a good, is a good way to think track. about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and you can see the racetrack. That's a good way to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Just understanding what's going on mm-hmm. in there is tough. Oh, yeah, it took us we like three. It took us a good two and a half years just to memorize all the dive pools, and they're right. coming up with new ones. Every like day, vertical mixers. They're talking the, about yeah. adding uh, layout mixers. The way that the dynamic rounds work is there's three sort of Lego blocks that you sort of stick together to make it work. There's the uh, snake, snake, the vertical, and the mixer. The right. snake is yeah. you know just standard. That's the power round. You got to do that as fast as you can. And then yeah. the vertical. The is snake is a. Is a sn- is an S uh, snake pattern, uh, an mm-hmm. infinity pattern around the tunnel as fast yeah. as you can. Exactly. Imagine a snake going around chasing its tail, kind of exactly. in, a, in a figure eight. Mm-hmm. So you do that as fast as you can around the tunnel yeah. without, without busting bu- on gates. You have to pass the lasers right. so that you're not like just cutting corners and stuff. So so there's lights that that indicate start and finish. And if you're trying to exactly. cheat and cut, you get busted for and it. You got to go around the entire time. track. You can't cut across the field basically. Oh, and yeah. then the yeah. layout, or excuse me, the uh, vertical. That's like the, the heart. That's the, my my least favorite part because yeah, there's a ring and we're tiny. And in order <laughs> to be able to go fast, you need to turn up to the top speed. Right. And the ring. You have, like to you, know, yeah, you have to go under the ring. Yeah, to go under the layout. Right. Yeah. And since we're light, we'll just shoot all the way up. And oh, so you guys have a problem staying closer to it? You go up too oh, high. Oh yeah, we go yes. too high because we're featherweights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to get vertical faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And then the uh, the mixer is always the funnest, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just sort of a throw together maneuver that they just have a bunch of different kinds that they add at the end to make it look cool. I think. And now you were saying in the new blocks, they're going to do what with the mixer? Vertical mixers, which vertical is vertical mixers. It's a so it's going to be like a, a butterfly mixer. is a m- vertical mixer. Correct? I would say almost. It's close to a vertical. But it's mixer. like you, it's more carving. You'd have to do more carving in a butterfly. So it's like you you. So explain it. A vertical mixer. It's, it's like uh, it's very difficult. If you combine like a shuffler, where you have them. Okay. Splitting the tunnel and then but you know how each like, other. you know, Mick right. Shuffler does like this, 
Yeah, mixed shuffler. Um, yeah. The vertical layout shuffler would be like one person goes over and one person goes under. And the ring counts. And now you guys are both So you have to avoid being busted mm. by the ring. Okay, so they're splitting the layout basically. Yes. Exactly. So they yeah. it's like a layout oh, that's and not so card. Bad. It's a, you're doing eagles. Eagles. Yeah, eagles, that's yeah, not so bad. Like, that's pretty rad. It's cool. It's, it's awesome. awesome. We're I think that's even better than yeah. the layout. I the, think the too, ring yeah. the ring is the hard part though on that. Like yeah. the ring and making I'm sure the ring a part it's a separate partner, not just yourself now on the side because and the fact that yeah. you guys aren't doing the same thing at the same time instead. Yeah. Right. Like both people have to operate on the level. It's not like really a follow the leader sort of thing. You do have to have your own understanding of the racetrack yeah. if we're continuing with that analogy. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy, mm-hmm. except for when you get to the mixer layout yeah. part. Then it's a Ferris <laughs> a, a yeah. carnival wheel yeah. or crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? All right. Man, that's crazy. So who's putting out these lines? I have no idea. I don't know. It's just the <laughs> higher ups of the society of the uh, of the, line, of the d- dynamic yeah, tunnel. Probably line. The IBA. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, I, I, IBA is not fully like there are other sponsors. I know there are other, but IBA is the biggest. I think sort of the central centralized. I think they're changing some of that. Though. I'm not sure. Are they? Yeah, we Maybe don't know what's yeah. mm-hmm. going on. I that. just do the competition, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just read, <laughs> son. Yeah. I believe you can submit your own if you wanted to. Probably, yeah. There's you a good know. place to do it. Like, we should, like, practice one really fast. And, like, and make, make sure we, <laughs> you make can sure do, we it. do it. Man, you guys have your own book. Because, look, you know, the Rones are just like you yeah, two. Yeah, the Rones. And uh-huh. you've gotten coaches They were the ones who told us about that. Okay, well, answers. you know, they're two of the best coaches in the game. absolutely, by far. You know, shout out to Ben and Devin Rone. Absolutely. Excellent skydivers. You're the future. Of that, I know that's what you're gonna do, right? It's, it's oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The only reason I'm not leaving him whenever I go to college. Oh. So you guys get right on. Hey, I'm I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> so I I advise you to start putting your playbook together now. Oh, create yeah. some lines for Absolutely. your own coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they, they learn the Shaheen this, the Shaheen that, because everything's the Rome this, the Rome that. Now, yeah. you know, you guys are the next set, and kids are looking up to you. And what you guys have is a platform like YouTube now that those guys didn't really oh, have. Yeah, absolutely. So Technology. you're going to be, I mean, s- we're rooting for you to get on that Olympic team. <laughs> yeah. C squared. Olympics are, I never really thought as I was growing up that I would ever have anything to do with the, the Olympics. Olympics. But like, I'm yeah. really excited for it. But Tokyo, right? Yeah. Is it going to be in Tokyo? They're talking about, was it the 2021 or 2024? Yeah. And that tunnel is done and it's running amazingly right now. Yeah. That tunnel has like. Fast speed. Super powered tunnel. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. it looks gorgeous. Oh Have you gosh. seen that thing? I think I've seen videos of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. If, if we could see that Tokyo tunnel, that'd be dope. Um, there's a base jumping door at the top. I was always wondering about that. I wanted I, I wanted to see that. Uh, like a door at the top. And yeah, that the thing's door terrifying. At the top. Honestly. I have been wanting to see that for <laughs> since God, like before. Be, I you just got, I got to see that percentage, man. Yeah, you no better way. check that percentage, son. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right, I've done that before. I've jumped in where like plenty uh, of people do all the time. Yeah. We finish the line and who is it? It's some driver doesn't get it that you guys are getting right back in because mm-hmm. you know you guys finish mm-hmm. and it's abnormal. You don't normally yeah. people get out and they just stay get out. right Especially back if in. You have se- seven seconds. You don't really usually jump back in for seven seconds. But when we're training, you have to use all that time that you have. Every so second. Jump right back in. Especially when Rodney's paying for it, so you better <laughs> you better use that. <laughs> you better you use that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have very supportive parents. I love Absolutely. your parents. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's a huge point. Um, it's hard to get people like you two without such a good, strong family base. Exactly. Huge you have to have shout a really out. strong, supportive family for it because it's a really... You need people who like the sport. Yeah. You need family family members who like the sport enough to have their children want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you need the children to want to do it, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Because right. while it's amazing and fun to do, there is a point where a lot of it becomes... A lot of people think of it as a ride. a ride. But it's not a ride. Like There's no, a point where it becomes more of like a... Uh, not, I, I don't want to say responsibility, but it is a responsibility. It is, absolutely. And like where it's more of like... Uh, you have to dedicate yourself to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like and any sport, like football or baseball, where eventually you get to the point where you're drawn in, but it's it's less of a game 
and, and more of a way of a life. Way of life. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like that's why the community is so tight because people mm-hmm. would they sacrifice and they give up a lot. And that's to the one thing they all have in common. Yeah. And that's what you have. You know what you've given up, and you're around these other mm-hmm. people. So when you guys get on the plane, it's going to be that that element also added with the risking your life with mm-hmm. some people yeah. doing something right. you love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even if you don't, even if you don't actually skydive with these people. Mm-hmm. Just because you were on the plane with them and maybe gave them a high five, they remember you for life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're like, yo, dude, I was with you like five years ago. We made a jump. I was like, we jumped. Well, we were on the plane. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah, man, that's a bond. We were on the uh-huh. plane together. We went and did, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, th- that's how the community is. And then Absolutely. the thing about your community, though, is not everybody has to be over 18 and like, yeah, exactly, have a bunch yeah. of money to skydive. And There's a, a lot <laughs> of flyers. Mm-hmm. There's like, yeah, of course, you know, the Wittenbergs. Oh, yes. Every competition Shout they go to, to the Wittenbergs. They're, the, they're the youngest kids. They always win. They always win. Oh, the and fastest. it's it's, it's the oh smallest. It's the smallest people. Tell me about yeah. it, doggy. And I feel like the fact <laughs> that they started so young, their bodies are going to like, They're different. grow into that. I think they've That's probably smart. got a different anatomy than uh, yeah. m- mm-hmm. other Slightly people. Slightly different muscular system. Cause you do too, though. Oh, yeah. Because cause bit, cause we started a little bit earlier, well, earlier in our age. Well, when you build these new neural pathways from flying, oh, yeah. things mm-hmm. you've never it's used, your body has to force that to happen. You have things in your body going on that a normal person doesn't. And the more you do it, the more that's ingrained in you. You think Absolutely. differently. It affects your yeah. life. It's a lifestyle, but it's also a genetic thing. Not only it's genetics, but it affects you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's why you're sleeping. You can feel yourself like trying to <laughs> fix yeah, what I've was had, wrong. I've had, I've had dreams. I've had dreams of flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah flying definitely. And like, so yeah, like my kids fly. No, oh, yeah, and, you know yeah, they're yeah, uncoached, dude. Like that's I, I showed them how to straighten their legs once or twice, and mm-hmm. then they. That's why they fly all funny, but they, divide, they have their own style. Yeah, they have style. Their own yeah. style. Yeah. They'll, yeah. They'll, they'll grow into it. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. I love Super your kids. Super awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So here, here we go. How do your peers see you? Because they know you fly. <laughs> Some of our peers do. Like half of them do, half of them don't. Our close friends know that we fly, but they don't know enough about it to sort of think of it as like a real sport. They think that it's like, okay, you go do that on weekends. It's like, uh, no. We and then our really, really close, day. Yeah. our really close friends are like, you know, we'll they talk to them about us it. mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they'll they know about it. Are they bored of it? They, they, I, some I say, some uh, people are. Oh yeah, yeah, my friends get so bored of skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I don't know either. how you can though. I mean, there was a point where I was like trying to figure something out, and I eventually started getting bored of it. But once I figured it out, it was like the universe unlocks yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, when people don't really do it, they don't want to hear about your joy so it's, much. Yeah, it's not. You know, they're like, like, like oh my god, this is so awesome. I do this so this is so awesome. You know, they're like, all right, whatever. My job sucks. Mm-hmm. My life sucks. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your cool. Psychologically, people don't actually like listening to other people talk about themselves. They like hearing about other people talk. About, about them. We're all them. selfish psychologically. We're all right, 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 selfish. Right. And there are people who can sort of work around that. Like, I don't mind talking about other people a lot. And I don't mind listening right. to other people because I love making connections. Yeah, and that's like that. why it's right. it's easier. I think we probably learned that growing up together because, because we had somebody else with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why it's easier for us to sort of go out and just randomly make friends and randomly make connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Even though we're shy. Even though we're <laughs> a little bit shy and uh, sometimes I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, but, but you're <laughs> easily approachable, man. You guys do not have cocky attitudes, which you could if you wanted to and you don't. Heck no. Very grateful uh, for that. We've always, we've always been like, you know, try to be reserved about it. Mm-hmm. Man, the air is the medium and my body's the brush. That's mm-hmm. a really good quote, man. That's that was, that's, I that should be on the right front of Shower thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> the shower thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, all right, all right. C squared. God. Just... Follow these kids with competition. How do they find you? Uh, Facebook. So I'm actually working on a website at the moment that okay. eventually we're going to put online. We're probably, I'm hoping to get iFly on board with this to help us out with it, like the Austin Tunnel community. Okay. To help us out with this. But at the moment, you can reach out to us at Facebook, 
We have a Facebook page, Tunnel Team C Squared. Tunnel Team C Squared. Yeah, we have an Instagram. Yeah, same thing. Probably same thing. Tunnel Team C Squared. Tunnel Team C Squared. Right on. You want to close with a song, boys? Sure. You want to do a perfect way? Perfect way. Perfect way. Let's get these set up right again. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get that set up. I need to come really close. What chord's perfect way? Oh, come on, dude. You don't yeah, man. Today's show is brought to you by WazzyCircus.com. We provide affordable and comfortable flight suits and skydiving gear, Galactic Track paintings and prints, uh, shirts. Uh, this shirt is called Comet. Uh, you can't really see it, uh, but whatever. Uh, the boys are wearing Spaceball and Ghosts, so you can check those out on the website and get prints. Um, also brought to you by LearnToSkydiveAustin.com. Uh, we combine... Cutting-edge technology and over a decade of experience to produce world-class flyers. Check me out at LearnToSkydiveAustin.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Relativity, Connor and Casper Shaheen. Sometimes I screw up in this world Trying to find things to say Forgetting all my useful chords I live in life in my own way Sounds I choke up on my words I'm trying to find things to see Forgetting life I've yet rehearsed I'm living life like a play I've yet rehearsed And you're telling me I should get with the program The program's glitched and you're telling me I should straighten up but so much more Can't you boob it? If the stop's perfect, then I bet I better pay. But you know I'm not worth it, and I like it that way. If the stop's perfect, then I bet I better pay. But you know we're not perfect, and I like it that way. Sometimes I screw up on my chords. I'm trying to find the things to play Forgetting all my useful words I'm living life like a play I better rehearse And you're telling me I should get with the program The program's glitched and you're telling me I should and I've so much more Comfortable in Hit the socks perfect, then I bet I better pay. But you know I'm not worth it, and I like it that way. If the socks worth it, then I bet I better pay. But you know I'm not perfect, and I like it that way. It's perfect, yeah. I like it that way. I bet I better pay, but you know I'm not worth it and like it that way. If the socks perfect, then I bet I better pay, but you know I'm not worth it 
and I like it that way. Check it.